is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. It's a Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. It's going to be a party. This is going to be interesting. How about that? It's a new week. It's a bye week. And because of that, it's not the same crew as normal here on Talking Cowboys. No Isaiah, no Heckma, no Rob. You can catch those guys throughout the, the rest of the day on various shows. But, man, we've got a treat for you. How about Nick Eatman and Nate Newton on the same podcast with myself, Kyle Yeomans. And up in this, up in this thing at 9.30 in the morning. Hey, yeah. any idea what Nate Newton is going to be bringing Let's see. Uh, how about uh, the truth? The truth. <laughs> I know the what. Truth. I know what y'all interrupted. Y'all. I know what y'all interrupted because at nine thirty I usually have a big black coffee, and after that I have a something else. All right. Y'all interrupted that. Oh uh, well. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I really want to know about Wheel of Fortune. I'm sorry. He's, you, he's you, a big. He's a big make a deal or what yeah. is it? Uh, let's make a deal, uh, fan. He's watching yeah, the Showcase Showdown or something. Nah, that's what it nah, is. No, nah, nah. he's big into tape. Nah. That's what it is. Okay. It's called, yeah, it's called his or hers, and I go to his. Okay. Oh no! All right. Well, well, Nate's already. He's awake, and I hope you're awake. Cause. I didn't know there was a time for that. <laughs> All right. Oh, it well, was yeah. time for that. Let's roll. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Nick Newton, Nick Eatman, and, and Kyle Yeomans. These two have more combined experience around the Cowboys than I've been on this earth in terms of years. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun to be had and a lot of knowledge to be shared. And, and we'll start things <laughs> just, off. Hold on. Let, let me just clarify oh, there. One guy has actually played like – 15 years in the trenches, won Super Bowls, and then six Pro Bowls, and the other guys just sitting there on the sidelines there. Sometimes getting pushed by that guy, but either way, like, <laughs> like combining the two, it seems a little bit different, but I get it. I know what you're saying. I heard there was a story, But Nate. you're a great historian. You're a great historian, though. Okay, thank you. I'll take that. Is that good? That's good enough? <laughs> hey, whatever. About the Cowboys. He knows yeah, everything, true. I promise. That's true. About the Cowboys, he do. <laughs> Well, he does know that also Trayvon Diggs, big news this morning in terms of the Cowboys who just cannot catch a break over the past 24 hours because even when we recorded this show yesterday, Tyler Biotish news wasn't out just yet. But now Tyler Biotish out two to three weeks at the most Mm -hmm. minimum really for Biotish because of the hamstring injury that he suffered prior to kickoff against the Steelers. And then now... Trayvon Diggs, a broken foot, four to six weeks is a reported, but yeah. there's a chance he could be out longer. Yeah, well, you think about it, you got seven games to go, and, and the, of course the bye week, but the seven games to go, say he's out six weeks on a broken foot, I mean, are you are you bringing him back? Depends on what, what happens there. Of course, you have the ability now with the injury reserve the way it is, but broken foot, it looked like he was trying to play on that for a little bit. I did get to talk to him after the game, and he made it sound like this is a good time for the bye week, and then we'll see what happens after that. He wasn't... In that four to six week mode, but those you know young players never really are. So tough setback though. Nate, whenever you look at this cornerback group and Trayvon Diggs not a part of it, where do you go from here? Because you still don't have Cheeto back. Hopefully he's back for after the bye week, but we've been hopeful for him to come back for a couple of weeks now. But what are you looking at in the secondary now? 
My one in 15 year reminds me of this. It's like uh, when things go bad for the Cowboys, they go really bad. Mm. And uh, you got young guys, you know, uh, getting injured, you know, like Biotish. I mean, I remember one year, all of us was in uh, that one in 15 year, that three and 13 year. We all had broken right thumbs. So we had like four guys running out there in cast. It's like it was just it, it never stopped. It never stopped. But it brought us Troy, Emmett, and Mike. Okay? Mm. So maybe all of these injuries will bring you a plethora of first-round picks. How does everybody have a broken thumb? Yeah. How does everybody have a broken thumb? Were y'all... I mean, was it like, it, it, was there some leg breakers I, going on? Like, trying to... Did y'all yeah, owe was money? Was this intentional? Like, what's going on? You break, uh, break people's thumbs? Nah, I'm serious. I'm serious, my friend. Didn't know what was happening. What went on? And I think I was the last guy of the group to get his thumb sprung or broke. And, uh, so, you know, and it, it was amazing because even though you have, may have a, a sprained thumb or a broke, you don't have to cast it. You know, you'll get a little soft cast during the game. But after the game, you know, you just wrap a bandage around the ace bandage. And back in them days, it was ace bandage. They didn't have all this high dollar tape. And uh, you go and you walk around with it. It wasn't a big deal. But what I try to tell people, anything that hurts you when you're not a a physically gifted team like this team only has spot players that are physically gifted and you need every uh, able body to to hold you to be just competitive in a game. It, it, it's ugly, man. Well, and also from your experience, can you tell me how an offensive lineman has a hamstring injury in pregame warmups? Because that's another <laughs> thing that I was very confused about in terms of the Cowboys just not being able to take a break. You know, right before we did our uh, pregame show, uh, somebody came to us and said, wow, you know, uh, the big guy Looney is playing because Biotish is not in there. And we didn't know. Right, but right before the kickoff, somebody ran up and said, hey, he has a, <laughs> uh, a strained hamstring. And it, and, I, and I was like, what? What, he pulls something? His ribs? Because we as offensive linemen, come on, man, we are not that athletic. And if you look <laughs> at this kid body – how can he sprain anything? He's just a big tree trunk. So it, it happens. And like I said, this is a year where for the Cowboys, freak accidents are happening. Mm. You know, we lose our right tackle to a hip. We lose our left mm. tackle to a neck. And it, it, things happen. We get our all-pro uh, president knocked out from a blow in the back of the head. I mean, Looney been out, in and out of the lineup. So it's... It's that type of year, man. I have no answers to that. I hate it. <laughs> if we're being real, you look at and, – and there were lists that were put out on Twitter. I think John Machota put out a list where it was just every single guy who's gotten hurt without any specifics on mm-hmm. whoever was gotten hurt. And you had to scroll down the tweet. Yeah, right. You had, you had to actually scroll to see the end of the list. And have you rem- do you remember a year like this where it's legitimately one after the other and also in key positions like the Cowboys have had to deal with? I, you know, I, there have been some years when, you know, there were a lot of injuries. But what I've said before is that I don't remember a year where so many injuries to the same position. You know, it's the it's the top guy and the backup. You know, it's yeah. it's the left tackle and the right tackle, the quarterback and the backup quarterback. And then, you know, cornerback position. Now with Diggs. I mean, it's been Cheeto, it's been Anthony Brown, it's been Diggs, linebackers, it's been Sean Lee and Leighton Van Der Esch. Yeah. I mean, so uh Tristan Hill, Gerald McCoy defensive tackle. I mean, it's it's the same positions. And so you're really you're really uh, hurting a team's depth. And when you pay all these high high dollar guys like the way the Cowboys have they don't have a lot of depth, and yeah. it's showing this year. 
That's that's a good point because you look and at you, it. Oh, go for it, Nate. And then what you have to think in the years going forward, we're going to have to do a va- better evaluation of our mid-range players because a lot of teams, not not these many injuries, but a lot of teams have been known to sustain injuries mm-hmm. to, mul- to multiple multiple injuries. But we haven't been able to sustain because our players, our high-dollar players outweigh our, our low dollar players to such a drastic uh, gap, so it's a big fall off when we when we go to the second team guy. Yep, that's a very good point. But where do you start with that? Is that start with draft? Does it start with with money? Draft. Where do yeah. where do you start free agency? Where is where is the emphasis going to have to be in order to have some of those mid range guys? Well, uh, it the, starts in the draft. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead on Nick. Go well, ahead I, I, you're right. I mean, you're right about Go that. It starts on. in the draft. There's he is 100 percent right. But another another thing that that helps, and every time a team struggles, they you know, the fan base wants to fire the coach. Mm-hmm. You know, fire the coach, new coach. But they don't understand how uh, new coaches how that that sets everybody back. I mean, this is a new staff. You have to have some continuity. The, the scouting department needs to understand what the coaches really want. Mm-hmm. So they can have, build something together. Build this thing where, hey, there's fifth-round pick. I know our defensive back coach loves this guy. We'll love this guy. Let's draft him, and, and he'll be perfect in our scheme. You can't keep switching things up all the time. I'm not saying the Cowboys have done that. I'm saying... I'm saying you you need to build uh, a staff. You need to build continuity within the organization, and then you can start really plugging in some mid-level guys and go, you know, this sixth round pick, this fifth round pick, because I know, you know, what they'll what they'll like. So it is the draft, but it is the continuity within the staff. Nate, and and I and I and I tell you, man, and you hear me say it every week, uh, Kyle, how I love. The job Coach Philman has done. Mm-hmm. People continue to say our offensive line. No, 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 no. Our offensive line is okay. Just get, they got to continue to play. We got Biotis. We know it's more than an adequate backup. Our a starter. We got Looney. We've had the right tackle. We we crush still, but give him a little help. Like most teams have to give their one of their or two of their offensive linemen help, and we're okay, man. Uh, Kellen Moore, with the help of this head coach, is getting better and better as his play, play calling as we have better and better quarterbacks as, at backup. It, it, this thing can work, but I'm with you 100%, Nick. You you will have to keep these coaches for four, three or four years so they can get their system in place because McCarthy has done this before with these guys. You're starting to see a bit of the turn of the corner. And I think both of you guys are making fantastic points on, one, the injuries up front. And you're talking about it's not just one position. You've got not only have both of your tackles out, but you have your backup left tackle out. And Brandon Knight, he's not even a part of it. And you're talking about putting in Terrence Steele. He's your backup, maybe your backup backup, (laughs) your third string right tackle. He's the guy you're having to go with. Sure, there are other options, and you've brought in a bunch of guys. But just because you've brought in a bunch of guys doesn't mean that they're going to perform better than Terrence Steele and I think that's been the biggest knock on Joe Philbin but in terms of piecing things together I think this offensive line has done a better job and it seems like every single week they're moving along 
Yeah, they they are, they are doing that. It's, it's different pieces here and there. I mean, I, I didn't realize just how steady your right guard would be. I mean, yeah. he's an all-pro, there's no doubt. But just him back in the lineup seems to calm everybody down. They've played better with him. Uh, Nate can can talk about you know just how the the importance of that. Uh, and you know when he was there, that they had, they had he had some great players next to him as well. But still, just having an experienced guy like Zach Martin seemed that once he returned, everybody's play kind of stepped up a little bit better. Nate, whenever it comes to con- see, that, oh, go for it. And that's what I've been trying to tell our guys as a whole for the last three years. A true good offensive line coach, you give him two good players at at any of the five positions, and most coaches can make it work. But we saw when Zach Martin left out for a game, how bad it was. And when he returned for a game against a better defense, overall, you see how much better it was. So if they get one other piece in there that's a stabilizing force that you can battle one-on-one and don't have to always give help, this offensive line can be better than average, and you can win Super Bowls, and not this team, but you can win Super Bowls because a lot of teams are winning Super Bowls with less than this. Do they have another one? Uh, they don't. They got all of them are injured right now. Uh, I, I tell you, like right here, uh, my man has went from giving up three or four big plays a game. I'm talking about your left guard. He's went from giving up three or four big plays a game to maybe one, or maybe one and a half. And then it's not as bad as it normally used to be, where he get pushed back on the quarterback. So our left guard is playing a little bit better. Beatis was playing nice. Mm-hmm. Looney came in, and I'm telling you because. Uh, Stephon Truitt had six sacks before this game. You know, the, the Bud Dupree and and, um, and I hope I'm calling his name right. Yeah. And, and Watts, the, these guys, they had 30 sacks as a team. That didn't happen this week, due to the fact that we found what Zeke can do, we found what Tony Pollard can do, and they mixed in enough run. And this kid was savvy enough. And I don't want to call the quarterback's name because I got some depressing news just that the kid ain't even get another look this year unless <laughs> Andy Dalton go down. So, I mean, wow. That, that was nice, man. And, and granted, Pittsburgh may not was jacked up, but these guys played well enough to give themselves confidence to go into the next game, you know, to, 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 to prepare better. Lots of uh, shifting and, and changing on that offensive line. But you look at the defense, too, and you could say the same kind of thing with the secondary. And like we've said, with having to build Trayvon Diggs with the absence of Cheeto Awuzie and even Anthony Brown for a little bit there. Now Diggs is the one that's out. And Chris Beam earlier, he made a fantastic point before the show. He said, now is the time you start looking at the secondary as to who's going to be playing alongside Diggs in 2020. Because Diggs is going to be there. He's going to be your guy moving forward. Who else is going to be there? Because, of course, Jordan Lewis, Cheeto Awuzie are not long-term guys, at least at the moment here. So now this is a chance to see who else is going to be a part of the secondary heading into next year. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, and Anthony Brown should be here. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they did sign him. Donovan Wilson, I think, 
I think he continues to play well at safety. Really like what what you've got with him. Xavier Woods is a is a free agent. Now mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the secondary. You might have been talking about all of the cornerback position, it. but but you know there's just question marks all the way around there. Um, you know I, I don't see Jordan Lewis coming back. He hasn't really had a, a good year, and I, he'll be a free agent. Uh, I don't know if Cheeto is going to play the rest of the year. I mean I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's been I call it the hamstring from hell. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. Um, I know, I'm sure a contract, his contract is playing into this because you know it just, it's been too long. So I don't know this, the status with him, but I can rest assured he's probably going to hit free agency. I wouldn't imagine him coming back next year. So yeah, you're going to have to figure it out. It's not going to be Savion Smith. It's not going to be nope. so big, big issues there. And uh, when you guys start doing that draft show. I want to hear about some cornerbacks. <laughs> some corners. Yeah, I do because I think that you know Jerry said it on the radio this morning that it, it's silly to talk about quarterback yep. at a high pick. So maybe corner will be will be where they have to go. If, well, I'll just say this right here: if you're wanting to look for a corner in the draft, it's trade down city. Trade down and, and get some extra picks. Oh, I mean, you're, I was like, who's that? No, not trade down. That's not okay. his name. No, Sounds trade like down. <laughs> yeah, no, trading down from the pick that you're at, at least where we're sitting right now, which would be the third overall I was pick. Like, no, this kid went back to the XFL. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I we was, have Trayvon Diggs in Trade Down City. Like, it seems like a good player. Only oh, a, a JV kid as a sophomore. <laughs> uh, Nick or, or Nate, rather, would you? Would you look at this secondary as a unit that needs to see an injection of talent at least moving forward, or is it is it really cut and dry on that? You've got to get some guys this offseason to help out what Trayvon Diggs and Anthony Brown are taking into next year now? I just believe this right here. And, and, and as much as I love C.D. Lamb and I've loved the draft picks that we've gotten, I've been screaming for years and years and years. Sooner or later, this team going to fall apart on defense, and you're going to have to have a fire sale to get players in here. And this is what's scary because we talked earlier about how do we do it, do we have the money. We don't know what the cap is next year. So yeah. the premium players are going to be gone, and even the uh, middle-range kids are going to be gone in free agency. So this is a year for our scouts. If they're going to shine defensively, this is a year. I mean, let's not play any games. Our offensive line is okay. And y'all may say it's not, but I say it is. And our, and our offense is good. We don't have to touch nothing on offense this year. Nothing. We just go all out defense, uh, free agency, and with the draft. If we have seven picks, uh, six and a half of them should be defensive players. <laughs> hey, Carolina did it last year where every single one of their picks were defensive players. So, I mean, hey, it's been done before, but you think the same thing? Because, I- because if you get, if we can get another corn, another D lineman, let's see how Gallimore played this, this, this week, mm-hmm. how Tank played this week. And they didn't have any sacks, but they was pressuring the quarterback and they stop the run. If we can get those type of performances from guys up front and get one or two more sacks, and Gregory will only get better if he can keep his demons behind him. Now we go out and we draft a stud defensive lineman to come in and give us that tight pressure. I'm not worried about the back end. I'm not worried about the back end because I think Coach Harris and those guys will scheme it up as long as you have guys that are willing and able and know how know what they can and cannot do. Early in the year, guys were trying to disguise things and didn't have the athletic ability to do that. But now, 
here we go. Let's rock and roll, man. Get a guy up front that can be a difference maker. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I agree with that defensive tackle, defensive uh, line. Uh, you start there. I've always believed. I'm not I'm this. It's the chicken and egg theory. No, I don't believe that. I believe it's defensive line. You give me a great defensive line, those cornerbacks and safety start looking a lot better. So I'm with I'm with you on the priority there. Now I do think you, you got to get the players yep. on the secondary, uh, and, and you're gonna have to draft those. I think I don't think you can get a free agent really. You might get a veteran journeyman or whatever. But we've seen how. Uh, taking a chance on free agency has played out this year. It hasn't worked out for the Cowboys <laughs> so much, so it's going to have to be uh, through the draft. But there's going to be a big overhaul there in the secondary. Yeah, it wasn't really a good good year for the pro scouting department. College scouting department did a really nice job, but at least the pro scouting with some of these veteran additions just didn't work, didn't out. work out. Didn't work out, and that happens sometimes. It happens. You but, could, but you couldn't look at guy. Understand this right point. here. We would have knew. We would have knew in 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 OTAs. Uh, 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 the second mini camp, man, haha, Clint Dix ain't working out. Mm. We would have knew. You get what I'm saying? If they could have touched yeah. some of these guys, and, th- and this every team, every team is struggling with this with injuries and with guys. They're like, wow, man, what happened from last year to haha? Clint Dix was a starter. It, granted, he was just a, a stand-in starter, but he went from stand-in starter to nothing. Dunterio Pope, I mean, I, 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 they say he homeless is hanging out in front of Dunkin' Donuts somewhere. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh uh, that's a good way to put it, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to say it, but yeah, hey, I like it. Yeah. What, From the guy that actually. I normally don't. I, 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 I normally <laughs> don't hit players in the mouth. I normally don't do that. It's hard for me to hit players in the mouth. But you couldn't beat me bragging on Dontario this this a pass off season. Every time I mm-hmm. was on the air, I bragged on Dontari, and I and I and that that that's the first time I have been just truly disappointed. Yeah. Well, you weren't alone. I think all of us saw that signing as a good signing, especially from what we had heard with the Mike Nolan defense and the scheme that he was going to put out there. We thought. Hey, this is a guy that's going to fit yeah. well, and he's going to come out and he's going to play hard. Coming off an injury may take a little bit, but it took a lot longer than a little bit yeah. to get adjusted, and, and ultimately he didn't work out. But uh, I, I think there's a lot of things you can look back on and question whenever it comes to this past offseason, but they hit on the draft. And, of course, like you said, Jerry Jones today saying Dak is our quarterback. Stephen Jones echoed that yesterday saying that he's our quarterback, but who's our quarterback going into – the next week, following the bye week, it's either going to be Andy Dalton or Garrett Gilbert. It seems like it's going to be Andy Dalton, but I've got a controversy here. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. 
and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Second segment here of Talkin' Cowboys bi-week edition with Nick Eatman and the great Nate Newton. Nate. Got his Dunkin' Donuts. You got your Dunkin' Donuts over there, buddy? No? Uh, yeah, I do have a few extra Dunkin' Donuts, but I'm just I'm, I'm binging the coffee, man. I'm binging the coffee, man. We we woke Nate up a little bit earlier than than what he's used to, I guess, whenever you've got your Hanging with the Boys show a little bit later on. Now, before we get into this second segment, I do want to remind you the 2020 PBR Unleash the Beast World Finals will be at AT&T Stadium this Thursday through Sunday. Don't miss a second of the action. Get your tickets now at PBR.com or SeatGeek.com. I heard you're a really big PBR fan, Nick. Yeah, it just depends. If it's cold um, and it's a hot day, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do some PBR for sure. Big fan of PBR. Nate, Is that are you what you're a- talking about? You're talking about oh bull for- riding? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like PAPS. What is what is Paps? Oh God! Kyle. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Kyle. Okay. Paps, I, Paps blue rib, blue ribbon. Oh 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 oh. Okay. I just I was not thinking about that. Kyle. No, not PBR. No, no. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. Now, Nate, are you a big rodeo guy? I will go see it, man. That that uh, that bull riding is something special, man. And uh, I tell you what, man. If you ever just go out into somebody pasture that's got a couple of bulls and they're out there just wandering around with the young ladies, well, you can get some hell of a fights out there, bro, for dumbass it's, out there. I'm just saying. I'm I feel like saying. there's a story behind oh, this. Oh, there's definitely a story. No, nah, I'm not going deep. I'm not going, I'm not going deep. <laughs> I don't know if it's What I'm trying story. to say is bulls are – I've seen a bull lift up another almost four or five – thousand pound other bull with his head and just toss him bro because it was fighting over a young female and i'm like wow and i had never seen that before it literally shook the ground and so uh yeah, that just you know that's neither here well, nor there. So it's Kyle, so you don't understand all that. Mm-hmm. That was probably before the internet when that was the entertainment we had. But now people have phones and stuff like that. You do other you other things. Twitter and yeah. Instagram that you but can back YouTube. Then, you just well, go out there and fight. <laughs> One on one bullfighting. Pull that up on Twitter. You you'll be amazed. A bull can move a a, a twenty five hundred pound, twenty five hundred truck. I'm serious, man. Bulls are strong is all I'm saying. Well, sign them to the offensive line. Yeah, so I was about to say, can we get one? And, 
<laughs> and so to get on the back of a bull, to get on the back of a bull, something got to be wrong with you. That's all I'm saying. Something got to be wrong. With you. <laughs> okay, that and, make, now with, that makes sense. With okay. the with the offensive lines that Nate has been on, that's that's high praise from <laughs> seeing what he's seen over the years in in, in on the football field. Yeah. But, uh, I teased this going into the break and speaking of, of quarterbacks, and we mentioned Dak Prescott as the quarterback of the future. Both Stephen Jones said that yesterday and Jerry Jones today on the fan saying that even with a very high draft pick, which right now you would be picking at the third overall, that's destined to change. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. But he still said, Dak Prescott's your quarterback. But I'm curious as the decision moving into Week 11 against Minnesota, the decision is to stick with Andy Dalton and not Garrett Gilbert. Nate alluded to this a little bit earlier, saying that he was a bit disappointed to hear that Gilbert doesn't get a shot a second time after how well he played on Sunday. I want to hear your opinion first, Nick, and then Nate, I want to hear why you're disappointed. But do you think this is the right decision? I do. I do think. I think Andy Dalton's a better quarterback. He, he's proven that. Now, until he proves otherwise, but I mean, he's proven over his career that he's you know been in the Pro Bowl, he's been you know, keep him keep him upright, keep him healthy, and he's proven to be a better quarterback than the guy that's played one game. However, I mean, I'm if it doesn't work out, if if it, if he doesn't give that team a spark, now I don't know if Gilbert gave the team a spark or the or the atmosphere or, or playing an undefeated team helped everybody. But I, I think that I, I'm giving Andy Dalton another chance, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it doesn't work out, if we see more Arizona games that, like we saw a couple weeks ago, then yeah, I, w- I would I would go to it because Gilbert proves he can be ready. But I think does Dalton deserves a chance to go back? They signed him for this for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Nate, you know, in this offense, man, uh, where things got to happen very quick as far as getting the ball out of your hands or being able to run. This kid did it very well just to have played the minimal of snaps he played in a NFL game, but he's had other snaps in other leagues. What my my issue with this thing is you got a little momentum. Uh this kid is shown to have a little bit of uh, poise about him. Let just let it let it ride. Let let it go. I mean, um, you're trying, you're trying to prepare for the future. Now, if Andy Dalton is a part of our future, I am with you, Nick. But if this dude just sit up here and play the rest of the season, seven games, and then he off to another team, and that cheated my guy Gilbert out of his snaps, I ain't with that. I'm with the youth movement totally, 100%. I am with the youth movement. You know, and I think that's where the conversation comes in is – is this going to be your number two quarterback? Is Garrett Gilbert your number two quarterback, or is Andy Dalton your number two in 2021? Because at this point, it looks like Dalton's the one and done. He's going to go try and find a starting job elsewhere, or he'll move on and do whatever he needs to do in his career. But is Garrett Gilbert a guy that you can keep around and know and feel safe in having as the backup next year, even though he's not necessarily a young guy, but he's younger than Dalton? See, you're making great points, but I don't think that the Cowboys are entertaining that right now. Mm-hmm. I think they feel like that they can win the division. Still going after That's it. what I think that they feel like. If they play the way they played, if that is what this team can do, I think they feel like they can they can turn this thing around. You know, you're a game and a half back, maybe more, but, but if you can make up a game on Philly, you're going to play them again. So I think that they feel... They feel like that this is still in the ta- you know for the taking, and who is the better quarterback to help them? 
So you guys are making the outstanding points about the future. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Cowboys are ready for the future. I really don't think that they think that way right now. Maybe they should, but it sounds like they are trying to win this. As, as news just broke just now, Cheeto Awuzie, we just talked about. I'm sorry, Nate. I just want to throw this in. Cheeto Awuzie, we just no, mentioned no, go him. Ahead on. He's I'm activated. Just waiting, bro. Cheeto's activated, activated now. Okay. So back back on the roster Huge. now. A little surprise. We ain't playing this week. We ain't playing. This no, week. I understand, but he's but he's off the ro- he's 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 back on the roster. He couldn't have stayed on IR forever. No. You can't do that. So now he's back on on the. So that's another sign. Hey, another veteran, get back in here. Uh, let's see what he does. I think they're still trying to win. That's my point. No, and I think that's what the message needs to be right now. And I don't disagree with you, Nick. I'm just kind of playing devil's yeah, advocate. Yeah, I, I just don't here. think they're ready for the future. Nate, though, Nate is. I can hear like the, he's kind of sighing over here. Like, <laughs> get after it, Nate. Uh, you can win with this kid. You you can win with Gilbert. You can win. fair. That's fair. Uh, these coaches play. These coaches play call a masterful game. Due to some technical issues of guys not understanding that they messed up in the game, a few guys on defense uh, may have cost them a game. And this is what is amazing me, is the fact that you have a spark. Now we go to the spark less. I don't agree with that. Mm. I don't care what you say. Go with the spark. You're saying Andy Dalton is the spark less because of what you saw against Arizona and what you saw against Washington, correct? That, that's right. Washington had a great defense, so I don't hold that against him. Mm-hmm. Arizona has a great scheme, and they played well that day. But uh, th- th- this kid was under duress, and he worked and maneuvered in the pocket. It's been a long time since I've seen a quarterback step up, mm-hmm. go to his right, throw the ball, step up, go to his left, throw the ball. You know, uh, the last two quarterbacks just sit there and hail the ball out. Hey, there's a blitz. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Do you- <laughs> Come on, man. Danu- yeah, Danucci's clock was back. He was he hadn't changed it from, from FCS from, time. Yeah, from James yeah. Madison. He still <laughs> think you have two days to throw it. But um, uh, you know, Nate, do you feel like Gilbert if he if he does play? You know, we see this a lot with with young quarterbacks. They come in, they do they do well early. He have an up game and a down well, game and an up game and a down game. But this guy's a little bit more mature than that. Well, I was. You can tell how he dressed at the podium. He looked it like Opie. <laughs> my my point was defensive coordinators. Do they do? Can they figure them out a little bit more? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not totally disagreeing with you. I yes, think he, they can. He gave you a spark. I just wonder. Okay, give Zimmer two weeks for Minnesota, and if he Gilbert's the guy, is is He's it going? Is it going to look the you know going to look different at all? I I don't know. But I I think Andy Dalton deserves it. But you know I. I'm not. He's not head and shoulders above. So okay, since you since you said Zim, since I didn't bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> but since you said Zim, I'm I'm think like Zim. Hey man, if we get out of our pass rush lanes against Gilbert, he gonna take off and run. We gotta be disciplined. Hey, that's Andy Dalton, man. Let loose. We coming with everything we got because this dude ain't moving nowhere. We gonna crush him. I don't get that. I don't get that out of Andy Dalton. I thought. I. I mean, I've seen him kind of move a little bit. I, I thought against the Giants game, the game they came back, he made a heck heck of a throw to Gallup on the sideline because he and he was rolling that yeah, way. He looked. He looked good. He looked good for five minutes, but he's had more than five minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, this kid here played a whole game, 
And all it did was it, it pressed upon the, Gil- the Andy Dalton has played five minutes. The coaches. And, but Gilbert's played a whole game. He's played he's played five hundred and sixty thousand games, and he's a backup for the Dallas Cowboys. This kid has played only one game, and he's a backup for the Dallas Cowboys. They're in the same boat, the same well. Is mm. who gonna be able to walk the waters? And this kid has walked the waters just a little bit better. The, the time out. They we're talking about a guy that played. Four Pro Bowls in his career, and the guy that is the all-time leading passer for the now-defunct AAF. Like, you can't (laughs) compare the two. Yes, he's had one game. Andy Dalton has had great games, too. Like, how are you going to say that because of one game, and they didn't win? Y-O-U-T-H-F-U-L. What does that spell? You fool! I heard it F and a U. I'm with the youth movement. <laughs> I didn't hear everything else. I just heard it F and a U. I was like, damn, Nate. No. Youthful. <laughs> Y-O-U-T-H-F-U-L. Youthful. That's youthful. Garrett Gilbert's still 20. And I He's 29. The youth. He's a young 29. He hasn't been playing uh, as much. Did you see this guy come to the podium, man? <laughs> like a 12-year-old kid, like somebody's high school said, teacher, man. I thought you just said that. It, it, somebody on somebody on Sunday said he had substitute teacher vibes with the white button-down shirt when yeah. he was on the podium. I, I'm, telling right. you, I'm telling you, in Washington, the, i got to tell this story. I told it on the other show. but I to, In Washington, it's pouring right. down rain. We get there. He, he's, he's just on the practice squad, but he's there because all practice squad guys go to the games. And he's there. And he tries to get out on the field, and they're saying it's there's no no access to the field right now. You can't get to the field. He's like, well, I'm trying to warm up, and they're like, only players, sir. He's like, I'm I'm a player, and they didn't believe him. They had to get wow. like Bucky to come over. Now the guy's a six five, six. Yeah, he's I mean, a big guy. Yeah, I mean Nate's calling him a twelve year old man. If he's that age, man, hey, sign him up. But I'm <laughs> I'm just saying. They didn't. He didn't look like a player to these, you know, Washington security guards or whatever. But wow. he looked like a player in, in the game. I'll give you that. I mean, he impressed me with some of the runs. He impressed me with the way he was kind of just in the pocket. Um, that throw to Amari Cooper, really that, good. That throw. was an amazing throw. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I'm not going to argue with you that that he's got something. I just think that. Andy Dalton, he's he's played you know he's played one game there in Arizona that was not good. The Washington thing was such a mess without Zach Martin playing against them in the rain. Mm-hmm. They were terrible. He doesn't remember that, so it doesn't even matter. And then you move forward. I think that I think Zach that, Martin don't just, remember. You're right. Just, Zach don't remember. You just threw that in there. Just let you gotta, you, so, yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's all. That's all you need. Just just throw it out there. Just, just. Hey, <laughs> he's got a short memory. Whenever it comes to that game, at least. Stop. <laughs> uh, regardless, I think I think Andy Dalton's going to have a shorter leash, and I'm kind yeah. of I'm halfway in between. I really am. I, I see the reasoning with Andy Dalton, though. I would like to see Garrett Gilbert. I would. I want to see Garrett wow. Gilbert more. I do. Wow. I, just for fun, just because of where we're at, and I know you got to go try and win the division. And I still think Andy Dalton gives you that best chance. But overall, it's going to be a shorter leash, no matter what. Now, we go for it. I was going to ask Nate. Nate's shaking his head, and and yesterday on y'all's show, the, the I heard you guys were saying. I mean, the title of your show is we don't we don't accept moral victories. Is that was that you or was that Jesse or a combination of both? I, I don't play. I don't. I don't play. You know, I'm now me and Jesse. We don't play more the moral victory. We we let uh, 
you know, other guys do that right now. See, in the real world, if you do your job halfway, everybody say, oh, it's okay. But in, in, the, in the world of sports that we play, halfway gets you cut. But halfway, more victories can't be for a player because if I go out there and say, okay, I played right. well enough for the more victory, then all of a sudden they're replacing me. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, but we had a more victory. Come on, man. It well, doesn't work in the real world. But it, but it, but it was a moral victory. And, and, I mean, how are you saying that moral victories aren't, aren't important? Because a moral victory is confidence. Because, let me ask you this. Do you guys feel better? That's what you're making up as you go. No, no. That's what you're making up as you go. But do you think the Cowboys... When you look up moral victories, please somebody look up moral victories. They say moral victories equals confidence. Come on now, dog. It, no. d- does it moral not? Moral victories just get you cut, get you fired. Eight. How about, eight, my, how no, about no, no. eight or more, nine moral victories? No, 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 no. No, it's not about accepting that. That's not the, it, it's, There's one thing to say, hey, this is great. As long as we play close, it's fine. That's not the case. The, what I'm trying to say is you can build off of that. Do you feel better about the Cowboys this, uh, now than you did three days ago? That's all I'm asking. Do you feel better about what you saw? That has nothing to do with moral. Yes, that it has, does. That has a, to do with what I see as confidence. No, it, mor- confidence is a word that stands alone. Moral comes from it morale. It doesn't stand with anything else. Is your morale better? Moral come, mor- confidence comes from success of doing something. Okay. And completing it. What I'm asking is... That's where is, confidence comes. It, do you feel better about the Cowboys? I'm, do you, Kyle? Do you feel better about this team? I, after what you saw, I feel I better yeah. about individual players. I feel better about individual players. The Cowboys as a whole lost. I don't feel good about that. I feel good about individual players. That's why you want Dalton because you think he makes them a better moral team. I want the other kid because I think they can win with him. I think they can win with Dalton. I think it was reverse for Nick. I think he thought the same the same thing other way around. I think Dalton gave him a chance to win, and, and Garrett was the moral thing, right? Well, what what I'm trying to say is is that you can build off a game like that. I'm not saying you accept you a can. close Okay, loss. I agree. I, I'm, I'm not saying – hold on, You Nate. can build. Yeah. I'm not saying you build. accept I understand build. Yeah, okay. you wanted to win that game. It yeah. hurt when you lost. Yeah. Oh, what, what, yeah. what I'm trying to yeah. say – okay, Nate, you, you have kids. I, I have kids. You, you've had kids go to, go to school. Let's say one of your kids has yeah. been struggling with grades. I mean, just can't pass. He's struggling, doesn't care, doesn't do what yeah, he needs to do. Yeah, he's dumb. He's dumb. Yeah, he's dumb. But then okay. you start working on him, and he comes back and says, you know what, I yeah. got a 77 on a test. Hey – that's better improvement. Are we ex- are we excited about it? No, we need to keep getting better. But if, if this is where this is where you this are, where let's at. keep going from that. I'm not going to accept this, but let's your morale keep is better. Building. Keep building. Keep so, building. So what I'm saying is, is a moral victory can help if they. Nah, nah, that ain't no moral victory. They ain't no more. No, no. Keep building on it because sometimes that's why I say. I like certain players. I see certain players, and, and I like that these certain players are getting better and better. The moral victory comes from like, okay, we played this team pretty good I, as the Dallas Cowboys, but we lost. It ain't no more victory. It's a loss. I, the moral victory is, 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 is for you guys. And I'm not an English major, so I can't break down moral victories. <laughs> but I can tell you that they are building on what they've had. They're building on the success. They have seen themselves play better. Now can they put together two and three quarters? Now can they close out games? So that sounds so like their morale we, is better. We're going to agree. 
we're going to agree to disagree. No, I no think we actually agreed to agree. Back. I think we were agreeing because you they just agree said. Agree to disagree. No, Nate, you're just saying <laughs> their morale is Because I don't believe right. in moral, we, moral we victories are like, for teams. <laughs> we are like right moral up victories on the are edge. For teams, Nick. I, I have never gone more time in this show without going to our second break Sorry. in just this second. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and wrap things up on Talking <laughs> Cowboys. From a moral break. We come back from a moral break. All right? Come on, man. Come on. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. There's nothing as unique as our eyes. Which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision. Essential Blue for protection. And Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. If you're under the impression that that argument stopped in the middle of the commercial break, you're wrong because it just continues on (laughs) into the second break here on Talking Cowboys. I want to remind you, whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands, Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor. Wrapping things up here on Talking Cowboys, Nate Newton, Nick Eatman, Kyle Yeomans and what is a bi-week edition. And, and Nate, uh, moral victories are non-existent for you, but that's fine. We've got that out of the way. Thank but you. Thank we you. also have a moral right. victory this week because you get Cheeto Awuzie back. Do you think this improves the secondary heading Also, what you're saying, he can't play. He you're can't play. You're saying he can't play. Well, he, he can't okay. play this okay. week. But if he can play, let's, let's build on getting better. Let's see him build on getting better then. Instead of trying to get a more victory, I, I learned how to open my hips and run this week. I got a more victory. I mean, Nate, you can keep you can keep saying that, but you're actually making your own point. You're actually making my point every time you say no, it. You every time you keep no, saying no, building no, no, on no, 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 it. No, no, no. That that no, is no, a, no. they built no, no, off no. of that. I'm telling you the truth, no. bro. I'm <laughs> telling you the truth. Ain't no such thing as moral victory. I'm telling you the truth. Hey, 
You, hey, you, tomorrow to be me, Kyle Yoma, and Isaiah Sandberg. I'll be, okay, I'll be, you. I'll, I'll be here. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be right here. Quit. I'll, I'll be here. No, I mean, like, I. you can keep saying all that, but, like, he keeps making my point for me. If you feel better about the football no, team no, now, no, then, no. then you know what? There's something I to I feel better on. about certain players. Oh. I feel good about the kid, Gilbert. Do you feel good about another guy? You won't come on, man. They, I'm not gonna get into. Do you it. think the defense played? I, I don't think the defense played better because of Gilbert. I think defense played better because I played think better. I think Gallimore played better. Played better. Yeah. I think I think uh, uh, D. Love brought a second game and he brought some people to the party. Leighton Vanderesh looked all right. The 13 plays that uh, Sean Lee got all was okay. Gilbert? Now everybody else. Uh-huh. All because of Gilbert, or maybe they just played better. I just think no, they, no, they're going to no, play no, better. They played better. Individual players played better. Individual right. players. I didn't see everybody play better because if we did, we won't be discussing DBs. Yeah. Well, guess what? Ladies Everybody's and defensive back didn't play better. We right. get more of this tomorrow because <laughs> we are way over time. Chris Beam's got things to do. Isaiah Stanback's in the building. He'll be here. You for have the break. things to do later on. Yeah, we've got to go. We know what you got to do, Nate. Yeah, we know what you've got to do after what you started the show. I'm going to go get me. I'm going to give me some gospel songs. I'm going to go get the clock. You go so find some CDs. Soul, yeah, by the way, everybody send yeah. Nate Newton your favorite CD, CD Lamb, spots baby. The FW. He needs to find some CDs. Not not Lamb. No, he Kirk needs, Franklin. No, huh, maybe some Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about that? Why not? I'm a stomp on you, right? Stomp. <laughs> I'm a stomp on you. <laughs> right. Oh man. Stomp. <laughs> for Chris Bean, for I Nick love you, Newton, Nick. For Nick Eatman, I'm Kyle Yeomans. That'll do it for Bye, bye KY. Boys. We'll be bye, back KY. tomorrow at 9.30. Oh, bye, KY. Cut the mic. <laughs> KY, bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!